Welcome to the Strategic Aesthetics Beyond the Physique podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Woodyard. Whether your goal is to dominate the stage or reach a healthy body composition, it comes down to a culmination of habits. Here we're going behind the scenes to uncover what these habits look like in real life. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of Beyond the Physique podcast. Today I'm here with Coach Shelby. Uh, We're going to talk about supplement. Uh, supplementation basics, the world of protein powder. Uh, but b- before we get into it, Shelby, how's your week going? What's going on in your world? Good, actually. Um, it's finals week for me. So, school. yeah, yeah. I have um, two finals that I have to take by Sunday at midnight. So, I'm going to be working on those. But then I get a week break, which is so nice. I'm really looking forward to that. Training's going pretty good. Good deal. Yeah. My clients are killing it. I've gotten every day notifications, so-and-so hit six PRs, so-and-so hit two PRs, so-and-so hit their nutrition goals. So everybody on my roster is killing it this week, too. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I've got Kayla and Julie in in peak week. Nice. Um, It is Thursday. They're competing Saturday. So That's so exciting. um, Big shout-out to them. They've put a lot of work into the show. Looking forward to seeing them present that on stage this weekend. They look awesome. Yeah, they really do. Um, Jason's going into peak week next week. Yep. Um, he's bone peeled. He's he's looking awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start filling them out a little bit next week. That's so exciting. Yeah. So we've added a little carbs in, a little bit here here and there, but haven't been very aggressive on the refeeds yet. Um, okay. Um, so let's talk a little bit about protein powder. Um, but I think the where we should start um, is when do you even need protein powder and what is the purpose of protein powder? Um, and basically, in my opinion, protein is only like to bridge a gap. Um, and most of your protein should be coming from whole food sources. Um, and it's a good tool for uh, being on the go. It's a good tool for increasing your daily protein or maybe even starting for the day, but it is not a replacement. It is a supplement. Right. Um, I feel like uh, that's helpful information too. Like you definitely shouldn't be living off of protein shakes, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Keyword supplement. Yes. No, it's not a replacement. Should not Um, be your main source of protein. No. And I hear people talk about meal replacement shakes and there's no replacement for a meal, you know? Correct. I mean, unless you're, I have seen some people sick, and uh, they just blend their chicken and rice. And I've been there, like man. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that would be a meal replacement, in my opinion. But it's also whole food. So. Correct. Um, okay. So it's a it's an awesome way to, to boost your protein intake for the day, but it doesn't replace it. Um, okay. So a few of the different types of protein powder. So there is plant-based and yep. then whey and casein. Yep. And I feel like whey is the more popular one like yeah. it's definitely one that you should be using yeah it's definitely more popular yeah um there's a couple other proteins out there um but we're going to specifically talk about these three they're the most common um so whey. the difference between the whey casein and plant-based protein is the whey protein um, is sourced from milk and specifically it is sourced from um the liquid that remains after the milk has been curdled and strained during the cheese making process. So, so 
basically the whey protein is going to be the liquid that they extract mm-hmm. and then to make a casein it's also going to come from milk right but they'll add a kind of acid to it and then that'll cause it to curdle correct and then they'll take those curds and uh they'll make that into um, the, the casein powder um, so basically whey and casein are sourced from milk correct um, just a little bit different in their processes um, and they're digested just a little bit differently so um, a whey protein is going to be much more quickly bioavailable, mm-hmm. um, so you're going to digest that quick. It's, it's going to be in and out of your system pretty quick. Um, the casein takes a little bit more time to digest, um, so you'll have like a slower release of aminos um, throughout time. So in application, you could use a casein protein towards the evening before bed. Um, yeah, they then, both have their benefits. Yeah, and then whey protein you could mm-hmm. use um you know post-workout or really anytime throughout the day but what i see with casein is because of that slower digestion process um more people have digestive issues Mm -hmm. with casein yeah they feel bloated and kind of bogged down and like there's something just sitting right there yeah the protein farts yeah yep yep (laughs) i heard about those (laughs) you get that with whey too but yeah they're just less less Um, severe so the plant protein um that is basically made from choosing high protein uh plants so like um you're sometimes peas and hemp and a variety of other things and then basically they grind it down um mill it up and isolate the protein from those other things in the plant um the difference here though is most cheap plant proteins aren't going to have a complete amino acid profile. Correct. So they're not going to have all of the essential amino acids. Which is why the whey and casein are preferred over the right. plant-based. Yeah, the amino acid profile is more complete on a whey or a casein protein in general. Now, there are um, like Vigagen, Bimorphogen, um, Code, Strategic, subtle plug again i love it but listen so that that vegan protein um that has an actual amino or uh complete amino acid profile um another one that does is the vegan protein by raw Mm -hmm. um yeah so but it also some people digest the plant protein a little better um so you can get get a quality plant protein um that works better for some folks um so Shelby, for you, um, what proteins do you typically lean towards and why? So I used to have really bad issues with protein powders. I feel like a lot of them would upset my stomach very easily mm-hmm. and I would drink it and then immediately have cramps or like issues for the rest of the day. So I'm really picky about my protein powders. I really like the Dimatize. Yeah. The Dimatize ISO 100, I feel like it digests very easily. I don't feel gross after drinking a shake. Um, and it hasn't, I've used it for, I mean, almost a year now, and I haven't had a single digestion issue from it. Yeah. And I put a lot of my roster on, um, they really like the raw proteins. They don't have, yeah. um, I have a, an athlete that has the same issues. Like she's always struggled with protein powders upsetting her stomach and giving her kind of a lot of problems and she's used the raw for the last six months and hasn't had any digestion issues which is huge yeah leaning towards a quality protein powder is definitely going to be a benefit if you're going to walmart to get your protein then i mean it's better than nothing but yeah 
ultimately it really does matter you just have to find one that works for you because the same one might not work for everybody right but once you find that one it's like ah, oh, that feels great <laughs> right right um okay so just in general a whey protein is going to be a little bit more fast absorbing um casein is going to take a little more time to di uh, digest uh both of those are going to have a complete amino acid profile um and so with that you're going to have you know all the muscle building effects that you're after um with the plant-based protein powders if you get a quality one you're going to have a lot of the same things um but the the thing is with that one is you can't get a cheap plant protein um because it's not going to have a complete amino acid profile um and a lot of times there's so many fillers in that product that you're mm -hmm. losing the benefit of having a a plant protein because it's not a clean product anymore because of fillers you're getting what you pay for too like yeah. if you're spending 10 bucks on a protein like it's not going to do the job for right. you you know yeah so just like make sure you're doing your research and try a couple out like not all of them are going to feel the same to you specifically like i said just because one works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you yep um definitely proteins that i've seen um do well with most people are uh, sticking to an isolate protein, we'll get into that in a second, but um, I prefer morphogen, I prefer raw, and I prefer dimatize. Mm -hmm. um, those are the three that I would recommend to most people, um, just from a brand. Um, they, they take pride in their products. Um, and then I would also say in that order, so morphogen, raw, and then um, dimatize. Dimatize may have just a little more fillers than the others, um, but from the price point, it's pretty solid. Um, all right, so whey protein, let's just dive into that just a little bit uh, more specifically. Um, so basically, whey protein is sourced from milk, um, and during the cheese-making process, basically, um, when the, the milk starts to curdle, they take some of that, they filter the liquid off of that, and then process that down and create a powder out of it. Um, and then the casein essentially is going to be the curds that come from that, but they'll use a little bit different process using um, an acid or there's some other different things that they use to separate it. Um, so the casein will have that longer digestion period, ways fast acting um, in the plant. Um, as long as you have a good one, just it's a pretty solid protein option. So in your opinion, do you think that the whey protein or the casein protein is more appropriate for building muscle? Um, in my opinion, I'm after the, the whey protein um, because I, I think that if you're, unless you're using casein at night, mm -hmm. I like casein at night, but in general, I want that to be immediately available. So like if right. you're thinking a whey protein shake post-workout, uh, it's going to be really quickly there. So you're going to stimulate muscle protein synthesis pretty hard. That signal is going to be there. It's going to be turned on. It's going to be held for a while. Um, where the casein, I see more people, it takes more time to digest, and then you'll run into digestive issues. And then now you can't hit the meal that you needed because the supplement in between the two had you feeling full. So then we're missing meals. So just in general, I think a whey protein is better. Like UMP, for example, they have um, their main product is it's like 80% casein and 20% whey. 
and I see so many people buying it and they don't even know what the hell they're buying. They don't realize that they're buying a casein protein. So before I started training with you a few years ago, that's, I was using like UMP and it was upsetting my stomach so bad. Yeah. And that's why, like, I realized that that was why is because it was more casein. Now, they do it. have a muscle provider, mm -hmm. um, but again, for the price point, there's, be there's better stuff out there, mm -hmm. but it's not a bad one, but you just have to be mindful because they push the traditional UMP protein so hard. Mm-hmm. Like really do your research on your protein powders because I didn't think that was something that I needed to do or something that was important when I first yeah. started training and it really can like make or break your digestion and like your whole experience with using yeah. protein powders. It so. really can. Yeah. Um, okay. So a little bit about isolate protein. So um, cheaper proteins out there, they use a lot of fillers and the fillers aren't inherently bad, right? Look like they're not going to like, you're not going to get cancer from it and die or whatever, right? It's not going to make you fat, but the reality is these fillers are just other things that you don't need. So it's going to be higher in your carbs, higher in fats. And the goal of the protein is to be adding protein to your diet without extra carbs and fats because you can get better carbs and fat sources from whole foods, from whole foods. And like if I told you that you could add more carbs to your diet to eat or did you just, you know, did you want to drink them? They'll probably want to eat them. Oh, yeah, 100%, because yeah. it's a mental thing, too. Yeah. I mean, unless we start getting really high in, in calories, then obviously these things don't matter. But an isolate protein, especially in a cutting context, um, it doesn't have the fillers. It's easier to digest. It's a better macronutrient profile, meaning it's just more heavily on the protein, and it doesn't have all the carbs and the fats in it. And that would be the point of a protein supplement. It's not like a a meal supplement right. it's it's just a protein with protein so um basically it just goes through um some more processing and it's more refined to take out anything that is not protein um so i would just recommend in general whatever protein you get you aim for the isolate this it's going to be a little bit more expensive but you're getting more bang for your buck it's kind of like buying 80 20 beef versus 93 beef like Maybe it's a little more expensive, but you're actually getting more beef. You're not just buying fat. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, so. you're getting what you pay for. Right. Exactly. So, Shelby, um, what are some things um, that you took away from today just in general? Um, I would say that choosing the correct protein powder specifically for you is something that's very, very important in your training fitness nutrition journey and people don't realize all of the thought that really should go into picking a protein powder i feel yeah. like a lot of people just google you know protein powders and the first one that pops up they're like oh the packaging's nice i'll just yeah. get this one I'll get this one but you really should do your research and try a couple different ones out because they really do make or break your digestion and um can really just set the mood or you know set the standard yes. for how you're going to feel throughout the next you know few months while you're using it so just do your research and Definitely. realize that you're getting what you pay for yeah um and side note that protein powder is not a replacement for food whatsoever correct um but it is indeed a supplement and it can help add to your daily protein intake um yes you should be getting most of your protein and calories from whole food you should not be drinking shakes all day right it's not good yeah. <laughs> agreed um so basically there's three brands i'd push you to that's going to be morphogen raw and likely dimatized mm -hmm. um 
Thank you guys for being here. This was a real quick one, just talking a little bit about protein. Doing uh, a little bit of educating. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be there's going to be one of several to come of our supplement series. So we're going to break down in the future um, creatine, essential amino acids, um, maybe a few different products like DIM or Chastaberry, and where that could be um, implemented into a lifestyle. Um, so if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions on this, feel free to shoot us a DM. You can find me on Instagram at Trevor W. Training. You can find Shelby on Instagram. At ShelbyVaca.fit. <laughs> and uh, you can also find us at Strategic Aesthetics on Instagram. Um, and you can apply for coaching at StrategicAesthetics.com. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, you guys. It's always a pleasure. All right. We will talk to you all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Physique Podcast. If you enjoyed this and would like to hear more like it, be sure to subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Trevor W. Training, on YouTube at Strategic Aesthetics, on Facebook, Trevor Woodyard, and you can also apply for coaching at strategicaesthetics.com.